before time began, there was the cube. We know not where it comes from, only that five movies later, it's not gonna matter. What is good everybody? Transformers The Last Night. This is Don Mega, this is Am I On The Air. You're watching our YouTube channel. Trying to do something exclusive for the YouTube channel, which right here is going to be the spoiler review for the brand new Transformers The Last Night. I'm a massive fan of the Transformers movies. Massive. You know this if you followed me for any period of time. I love the first one. The first movie is in my top ten of all-time films. I am not a Michael Bay hater. I even like number two. I thought three was outstanding, and I really enjoyed number four when everybody else shit the bed on it. Age of Extinction, I think, is a really fun movie. So we get to number five. The last night, Michael Bay's back. Mark Wahlberg's back. I'm stoked. If you listen to our Am I Still in the Air, talking about our most anticipated films of the year, you know that Transformers The Last Night was in my top five. And I went to a pre-screening for it earlier this week, and I gotta say... It was just, eh. Um, and that pains me to say, as a Transformers fan, that it was just, eh. Um, like I said, you, a lot of people don't like this franchise, and I get it. It's not for everybody, but I'm a big action junkie. I love explosions. I love big FX special effect vehicles. Therefore, I like the Transformers, and I like Michael Bay's style as an action director. So, I've literally given the first four Transformers movies five stars on my scale. And a lot of people might say I'm crazy, but you know what? It's all based on your enjoyment. Film is subjective. You take it for what it is. And I've always enjoyed the Transformers films, and I've given them all four, five stars. Transformers The Last Night, I hate to say, I'm giving three and a half out of five. It's a massive drop. You know, when I came out of the film, my initial thought was to be, oh, it's four stars. I kind of talked myself into it and said, it's a four-star movie. That, that's what it is. Because um, it's Transformers. <laughs> and then I came home, and I thought about it, talked to a couple people about it, started to chew on it, digest it a bit, and I realized, this ain't no fucking four-star movie. <laughs> Who was I kidding? Um, honestly, this is a three-star movie, but because of my love for the Transformers and my love for this franchise, I'm going to give it a little extra half-star. Even though I hate half-stars, I'm going to give it three and a half out of five just because it's Transformers. And it's always cool to see Optimus Prime and Bumblebee and the gang kick some ass on the big screen. It just is, especially in IMAX 3D. So, we pick up in this movie, you don't really know where the timeline is. I'm guessing it's about a year or two after Age of Extinction. Optimus has gone off to space to find his creators, as he said at the end of Age of Extinction. Um, and now Cade Yeager, Mark Wahlberg, is just kind of helping the Autobots. And um, like I said, this is a spoiler review, so be forewarned. Um, I'm going to start right off with my gripes of the film. Where the fuck did Megatron come from? I don't know. In Age of Extinction, he's Galvatron. 
he ends the movie as Galvatron. Now, they clearly set up the fact that Megatron's soul is inside of him and, you know, it's he's taking control of the Galvatron body. Cool. We don't see how Galvatron becomes Megatron again. Plus, Megatron in this movie looks nothing like the Megatron from number one, two, or three. So therefore, again, I ask, where the fuck did Megatron come from? And all the military people, all the, you know, task force, the TRF, and everybody in this film knows who he is. They're like, oh, it's Megatron. How? How do you know this? Because as far as we know, in our history of the films, Megatron is dead. He's dead. So where the fuck did he come from? And why did I not see the evolution of Galvatron to Megatron? I wanted to see that. He looked cool. He was cool. He was voiced by Frank Welker again from the cartoon. It was cool. It was all cool. But he was a totally different robot in the last movie with no explanation. Gripe number two. You've seen the trailer. You see the big planet coming. It's eating up worlds and it's coming to take over our world. Our speculation was, it's Unicron. They're going to do Unicron. No, it's fucking Cybertron. Cybertron's coming, and once again, they're trying to make Cybertron take over Earth. Well, not just that. When Cybertron's coming, these kind of spikes start popping up out of Earth. And everybody's like, what are these spikes? Well, it turns out, Earth is Unicron. Why is Earth Unicron? I I don't know. I don't get it. And I don't like it. <laughs> Plain and simple. Um, there is a little kind of after credits bonus scene that kind of acts like Unicron is coming, so Earth better watch out. Okay, cool. Um, but the Cybertron thing again, that the, it should have been Unicron coming, not Cybertron. Um, so that was kind of dumb. Optimus Prime is in this movie for about 10 minutes. He's in the very beginning, my maker. And then you don't see him again for the rest of the movie until the very end when he comes back. And then they prep the whole trailer and reviews like, oh, he's the big baddie, right? He's, he's under some kind of spell and he's carrying out a mission. That lasts for about two minutes. And he snaps out of it. Bumblebee's like, hey, it's me. I'm your friend. And he's like, oh, Bumblebee. My friend, thank you. Um, so, it's just weird, man. It's weird. Like, the way it all kind of flows together. You know, they brought in Hot Rod. And I'm like, yeah, Hot Rod. Rod on Miss Prime from the cartoon movie is going to be awesome. Hot Rod is fucking stupid. He was a cool-ass car, though. Um, you know, and then Megatron has this scene where he's negotiating with lawyers. And he wants to bust out some of his Decepticons out of jail. But, of course, all the cool Decepticons have been killed in the first four movies. So no one's left, so they have to do this Suicide Squad thing where Megatron's like, I want you to take, uh, give me Mohawk back. And then it's like, Mohawk! And then, you know, it's like, hey guys, I'm Mohawk. And then it's like, I want Berserker! And then it's like, Berserker! And then they're like, oh, Berserker! Like, and I'm like, who the fuck are these Decepticons? Like, it was like, if you saw Lego Batman, and they were talking about the Condiment King and all that shit, that's the Decepticons that Megatron all of a sudden wanted to have by his side. It was stupid. So, I'm going to jump all over the place because this movie's all over the fucking place. 
and it just I'm getting flabbergasted again just even thinking about it and and I did enjoy this movie to an extent so I I feel like every time somebody asks me like hey man what'd you think of Transformers I'm like it was good, but... And then I gotta explain myself, but then I always feel like I'm bagging on it 100%. And I don't mean to. Because like I said, I'm a big fan of this franchise. And I want people to go out and support it. I want people to go out and see it. I'm super excited for the Bumblebee spinoff next year. You know, it's gonna take place in the 80s. Hailey, uh, Hailey Steinfeld's gonna be in it. I'm uh, probably gonna see the Volkswagen Bug version of Bumblebee. It's gonna be tight. You know, I, like I said, I got a little love for this franchise, but it just, this movie felt like Michael Bay just didn't give a shit. And just, I was hoping for some redemption for him and for the fans of the franchise because Age of Extinction got ripped. And I still, like I said, don't really understand why. I just watched it again last night for probably the 50th time. I saw Age of Extinction three times in the theater in its opening week. Call me crazy, but I loved it. And I watched it again last night in its entirety, and I loved it again. And I'm like, man, why do people not like this movie? It's so much fun to me. It's a two-hour and 45-minute movie that just flies. Like, I don't even realize how, how much time has gone by. It is just go, 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 and I love it. You know, and I have a three-year-old, and she knows this Optimus Prime. She plays with this. And then when she saw him on Age of Extinction last night, she fell in love with him. And she was loving it. She watched the whole Age of Extinction movie with me. She's three. And she loved it. So, you know, it's for everybody can get some enjoyment out of Transformers, man. But the last night, I didn't get very much enjoyment out of it. And that's sad. You know, there's not a lot of Transformers in this thing, period. Like I said, Optimus is barely in it. Bumblebee's barely in it. You see um, Hound and... Uh, the other dude with the green trench coat, you see them hanging around for a little bit in the samurai, you know, <laughs> Transformer. I'll tell you, that's another thing I'm starting to really hate with these Transformers movies is the fact that the robots have like human characteristics, like the samurai robot, he's got a samurai kind of mask and he's got a samurai sword. And why, why would he have that, you know? And then like, you know, Hound, he, like, takes off his head like it's a hat. And he's like, oh, you know, you died. I'm gonna, I'm sorry about that. And he's always smoking on a bullet like it's a cigar. and You know, and then at one point, oh, fuck, now I'm forgetting the name of the car. But um, the uh, barricade, I think barricade, the cop car, the cop car Decepticon from the first movie that just, like, vanished and we never saw again. Well, he comes back in this one. And the first time he transforms, he's literally wearing, like, brass knuckles that say, punish. Why the fuck would a robot have brass knuckles on? Like, they take it so far sometimes with this shit. There are robots that turn into cars. Leave it alone. They shouldn't be wearing hats. They shouldn't have grills. They shouldn't have brass knuckles on. They shouldn't be, you know, it's just, stop. Stop. You know, Grimlock's in this thing again. And Grimlock and the Dinobots were one of the things that really got shafted in Age of Extinction. The movie was called Age of Extinction. It was sold on the fact that we're going to have Dinobots. And they got pretty much sold out in the last movie. But they said when they started making this one, don't you worry. The Dinobots are back. You're going to hear Grimlock talk. Um, they're going to have a bigger role in this one. It's going to be awesome. No. Grimlock is treated like a motherfucking dog. Um, just chewing up scenery. He's in like one action scene. 
you only see the, like the rhinoceros in one action scene. You don't see any of the other two that were in Age of Extinction. And on top of that, you never see Grimlock transform into his robot version. I, I forgot that Grimlock even transformed. And then I'm watching Age of Extinction again last night. And I'm like, he's a massive ass big robot. Why would he not transform and help them fight? No, he stays Grimlock and he just disappears after like one scene. It's sad. It's sad how much they get shafted and I hate it. I don't like it. You know, I thought Mark Wahlberg did a good job. I thought Laura Haddock, who was the female addition to this movie, did a really good job. I actually really loved Anthony Hopkins in this film. A lot of people are like, oh man, he's crazy in this film. He's a little crazy in this film, but I really enjoyed him in it. I thought it looked like he was having a blast in this film. And you can have fun in it. There's several really good action scenes that are awesome. It's just overall, it's just jumbled, man. It was great to see Josh Dumal back. They kind of teased last year that Tyrese would be back, but he's not in the film, spoiler alert. Um, I actually had to look it up afterwards and say, where the hell did Tyrese go? And it turned out he was filming Fast 8 at the same time, and it was just a scheduling conflict, and he actually had to drop out. I had no idea, because last I heard, he was coming. So, no Tyrese. But Josh Jamal's back, you know, they make a reference to Shia LaBeouf at one point, which was kind of cool. But you know what? I miss Sam Witwicky, man. I miss it. He was so good in these films. Say what you will about him now. He's a crazy bastard. But Sam Witwicky, uh, ladies man 2716, is, uh, was awesome in these movies. And, I, and it makes you miss those days because those first three Transformers movies were a lot, a lot of fun. And then it got really serious and everything. Um, another thing they don't really explain is like the fact that like Mark Wahlberg's character is cool at the end of Age of Extinction... Everything's settled. He's like, man, I don't even have a house anymore. And Stanley Tucci's like, oh, I think I can do something about that. And everything's all well and good. His daughter's going to go to college. Yay. In the beginning of this movie, he's fucking on the run. And like, the, everybody's looking for him. He, he can't even talk to his daughter on the phone because they're going to find him and they're going to arrest him. And I kind of get it because the rule is set up that you can't help any Autobots or Decepticons or you're basically breaking the law and he wants to help the Autobots. But they don't really explain I guess they don't really have to to an extent but at the same time the you know when you end one movie where everything's all well and good and then immediately pick up in the next where he's a fugitive it's kind of like whoa whoa what the fuck happened there so that's another little thing um Cogman who's this little I don't even know if he's a transformer but he's a robot that's like Anthony Hopkins butler that dude was really hit and miss for me too it was like he worked in certain scenes but then he was super obnoxious and annoying in others yeah, I don't know. So, you know, I'll tell you, this movie's shorter than Age of Extinction, and I found myself looking at my watch several times <laughs> during this movie, which I don't think I've ever done in a Transformers film. I kept looking, I'm like, oh my god, another hour and a half, oh my god, another hour. It dragged for me, and that's a problem that I never felt before in a Transformers movie. Like I said, the last movie is almost three hours long, and it went by like that. This movie, two hours and 28 minutes or so, it dragged. Whoa, still watching Transformers the last night. So, like I said, from a positive standpoint, 
It's beautiful to look at. If you have an IMAX 3D screen, go see it in IMAX 3D. It's beautiful. He shot 98% of the movie in IMAX 3D. It's got some funny stuff in it. Gerard Carmichael's in it. He's funny. Like I said, Mark Wahlberg's great. Anthony Hopkins is great. The robots are great. When Optimus is there, he's great. When Bumblebee's there, he's great. There is a lot of good stuff. The final end kind of fight and everything coming with Cybertron and everything is really good. It's just... Like I said, it's just it's just okay. It's just five movies, and like I said, it's the weakest of the five. That pains me to say because it was one of my most anticipated films of the summer. I was so excited to see this thing, and I'd be lying if I didn't say it didn't let me down in a way. And like I said, for me, coming from a massive Transformers fan, you can watch plenty of reviews on YouTube and listen to plenty of podcasts. And everybody's talking shit on this film. I mean, I heard I hear reviews saying it's the worst movie of the year and all kinds of stuff. I'm not going to go that far. I don't think so. And that's because I'm a fan of this franchise, so I get it and I understood a lot of it. But it did disappoint me. Like I said, every other movie I gave five stars because they were very enjoyable for me and I had a blast. I walked out of this one and I didn't even feel like, whoa, that was awesome. I felt like it was good. It was good. Even if somebody said to me this weekend, hey, let's go watch Transformers, I don't think I want to go see this one again in the theater. I'll buy it on Blu-ray, I'll add it to the collection, but I don't think I'd go see it in the theater again. And that's kind of to tell you something. Um, you know, Michael Bay says he's done at this point. He's, he said that after number three, he said it after number four. So kind of fool me once, fool me twice kind of thing. And I never wanted him to leave because, like I said, I'm a big Michael Bay fan and I've enjoyed all the movies to this point. So I've, I've always been the one saying, no, don't go. Like, we, I love your style. I don't want someone else doing this. But I have to say, after seeing the last night, I think it's time. I think it's time. Michael, you're great. I love pretty much every movie you've done. It's time to move off Transformers. Go do something else. This signaled the end for me, for you. Um, stay on as a producer if you want to help shepherd it cool that's why I'm really anxious to see how the Bumblebee spinoff turns out and then uh, we'll go from there um, you know but I'd be anxious to see I mean they're definitely going to make more um, but this is posed to make the lowest amount of money of all five so I'll be curious to see how the box office turns out uh, in opening day it only made 15 million dollars which means it will still be number one by a mile. It might make 60 or 70 million opening weekend. That's low. All the other movies made over 100 million, even Age of Extinction. So if this one only, you know, caps, you know, starts off at 60 million bucks, that's ouch. But once again, they're going to make all their movie money overseas. The last one didn't do very good here, but it became a billion dollar movie. And I think the same thing is going to happen for the last night as well. Um, but it's time for someone else to take the reins and uh, move this thing into the future as a soft reboot. You know, be done with Bay, be done with Mark Wahlberg's characters, be done with pretty much any of the characters we've seen at this point. Let's move on to a new chapter that can continue the storyline and continue to follow where they're trying to set up, but let's kind of soft reboot at the same time. And uh, I'm down. I'm down for more Transformers movies. I just, like I said, think it's time that Michael Bay moves along. And that pains me to say as a Michael Bay fan. But um, 
I hope you enjoyed this little quick spoiler review of my initial thoughts of Transformers The Last Night. Like I said, three and a half out of five stars for me. It's still a good movie in its own way. If you're a Transformers fan and you've enjoyed this franchise like I have, I think you'll still like this film, but you'll probably walk out feeling like me, like that is the weakest of the bunch, but you should hopefully still get some enjoyment out of it like I did. Um, once again, my name is Don Mega. Follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. You can follow our show right here, Am I on the Air, at Am I on the Air on Twitter or Am I on the Air.com. And tune in for all our latest podcasts, talking and breaking down the latest and greatest in entertainment news. So, for Transformers of Last Night, now playing in a local theater near you. And for Am I on the Air, I'm Don Mega. Till next time. Peace. I'm sorry, Mr. Bay. I just can't do it anymore. I just can't do it. Where's Christopher Nolan when you need him? Oh, son of a bitch. Steven Spielberg executive produced this? There's no fucking way.